Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who creates us, redeems us, and calls us by name. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, make us instruments of your peace, that where there is hatred, we may sow love, where there is injury, pardon, where there is despair, hope. Grant, O Divine Master, that we may seek to console, to understand, and to love in your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Now it's time for a children's message. Today, I want to talk about mercy. What is the definition of mercy? Mercy is the compassionate treatment of those in distress, especially when it's within one's power to punish or harm them. There's also a legal definition. So in a legal sense, mercy often refers to a compassionate behavior from a person in power such as when a judge shows leniency or mercy during sentencing, or when your parent could ground you for two weeks and decides maybe one is fine. (laughs) But what is the biblical definition of mercy? Mercy appears in the Bible as it relates to forgiveness or withholding punishment. For example, God the Father showed mercy on us when he sacrificed his son, Christ Jesus, on the cross to pay the price for our sin. But the Bible also defines mercy beyond forgiveness and withholding of punishment. God shows his mercy for those who are suffering through healing, comfort, the alleviation of suffering, and caring about those in distress. He acts from compassion and acts with mercy. Now, how can kids show mercy to others? If someone does something mean to you, don't treat them badly in return. Sounds easier than it is. No one said mercy was easy. That definition wasn't there. If someone does something mean to you, do something nice instead. That takes it even a step harder. So maybe practice the first one first, then work on your way for number two. Offering forgiveness to someone who has wronged you before it is asked for. They get harder as we go. And the last one is kind of how it is in the Bible, and that is by helping someone you see who is hurting or in need. And that could just be talking to them. Let us pray. Dear God, help us to be merciful to others around us and to recognize the mercy shown by others. Amen.
stand and together welcome the gospel. getting used to the walker. Jesus continues to address a crowd of his disciples. He invites his followers to shower radical love, blessing, forgiveness, generosity, and trust, even on enemies and outsiders. Living in harmony with God's intent brings the reward of overflowing blessings. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Praise, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you may be seated. And I asked, thank you whoever's bringing me a chair for the sermon. This is a, a sitting in a chair sermon right there is perfect. Thank you. Okay. So many of us hear people say, I believe in an eye for an eye. I mean, you've heard, heard people say that. Or I believe in the biblical standard of an eye for an eye. You'll hear people say that as well. An eye for an eye is not Christian. I'm going to say that again. An eye for an eye is not Christian. Jesus is explicit. Saying, well, there is this law of an eye for an eye. I'm telling you. I'm telling you to love beyond what the law allows, what the rule is. Love beyond 
what is a measure for a measure, because that's the way I love. That's the way God loves. And then he gets explicit with it and says, you know, if, if somebody strikes you, turn the other cheek. If somebody, uh, if you bless those who curse you, um, don't withhold, even if something's taken from you. And as much as we know this scripture, if we know this scripture, I'm going to venture to guess all of us are tempted that when somebody wrongs us, to wrong them back or to get back. We don't see this wronging them. But to basically take our turn, paying them back. It takes a lot of discipline to step back from that. And I will tell you that the world, worldwide, there are these reconciliation efforts from major groups that have been fighting for decades, in some cases hundreds of years, and, and really have generations of atrocities against one another. And no different than you hear about you know, the long-term, what is it, the Hatfields and McCoys, um, these long-term feuds. Those kind of views are never resolved by somebody taking their turn at violence, at taking, at injuring. Because the other side is never going to say, oh, yeah, you're just getting me back. In fact, how many of us do that? When somebody acts out against us, yeah, they're just getting me back. Huh? Yeah. I'd say, I mean, in fact, um, some of us have personal examples, don't laugh out loud, please, Brad, of, uh, <laughs> of maybe somebody snaps at us. And our inclination is to snap back. And, um, and some of us might try to figure out who snaps first. Not that I'm familiar with that particular <laughs> incident. But uh, you know, it, it happens. It happens on small levels. It happens on, on these enormous levels that are brutal. And, and it, it's never solved. It's also denying the grace of life and reconciliation in Christ. It's denying the regeneration, the overwhelming, giving more than is deserved, giving in the face of injury. Because that's how God has treated us. When we look at the, you know, the prophets told us, and, and uh, Abraham told us, and Moses told us, and we had you know, many, many warnings about how we were supposed to behave. And God's people continue to turn away from God. And God still extends to us the love of Christ, even to the pouring out of his blood. Right? We know this. But, but, some of us want to look for a but. Some of us just react and think, okay, well, what is the consequence? If I turn my other cheek, I'm just going to get beat up. Or we think of the example of somebody being the victim of violence. And I want to say without any question, this does not condone domestic violence. 
It doesn't con condone abuse of children. It doesn't, com it doesn't com uh, condone any victimization when we have power over someone. And it doesn't suggest to those people that they need to stay in those situations. The church needs to be a safe place of refuge for anybody who is being victimized. And we need to say it out loud over and over again that God does not want people to stay in these situations where they're being injured. It's not healthy for them. It's not healthy for the abuser. And we have to be, we have to be a place that is clear about that. But this text speaks to us as the ones who have a choice, not the ones who are in, in beaten down situations, but the ones who, who still have some power, some power. And sometimes a little bit of power is where people uh, want to flex their power muscles. We find this sometimes, I, I, worked, I used to do training for call centers at AAA. And call centers where the staff were treated well by their management pretty much followed the training that we gave them. In call centers where the staff were not treated well by their management, they were always looking for the opportunities to tell customers no, to figure out how customers could be excluded and to how, how customers could be ruled out. Because we pass that on. And sometimes when we get a little bit of power, we don't know how to handle it. This is saying, understand yourself as always having the power to choose. To choose how to respond. To choose whether to give grace in the face of injury or whether to give violence. And then, we're reminded that God gives first. And this is where I'm going to ask, thank you, Randy. I, I asked Randy to have some gifts prepared to put on my lap. That's why I'm sitting in a chair. So I have some uh, a lap. So I'm going to ask Randy to just pile gifts in my lap until, they're over, until it's overflowing. Ooh, look, I've got, oh, oh Brad's going to be, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's a patch cord. OK, tech crew's going to be impressed with that. And. Oh, ooh, peanut butter powder. I didn't even know. You can cook with this. Great way to increase your protein. Oh, I want this. It's, it's a, well, it's a purple scrub. I don't, I don't work with scrubs. And a jacket. Thank you. And does anybody else have gifts for me? I like gifts. I, thank you. I, I see, see Randy is going to get more gifts for me. Um, the, the image here is the outpouring of God's gifts. Right, I think everybody got that, right? Now, what's gonna happen? Think, ooh, change for good, and more change. Now, what would happen if I started to pour this change on my lap? It would fall off. Yeah, what's gonna happen? It's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. It's gonna overflow, right? That's the image that this passage ends with, is if you look at the, the last, uh, um, Sentence here, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. This is not conditional. It's not if you do these things, it will be put into your lap. Right? It's this will be put into your lap. 
That is how I'm going to treat you. That's how I have treated you. That's how I'm going to treat you. So you can count on that. If you can count on that, count on that's how I'm going to treat your brothers and sisters, but also that you're called to do something with it. If I want to keep these things in my lap, what are my options for living? You have to sit there. I have to stay here, right? If I'm going to keep this stuff in my lap, I have to stay here. If I'm going to go ahead and move, all of these gifts are going to be poured out. That's what we're called to, that's the image we're called to use when we think about God's gifts of grace to us. Is they're, they're poured in our lap. We're promised this gift. We've been shown this gift on the cross. It's already overflowing in our life. Most of us can think of the ways that, get, that our lives are overflowing with, with gifts. We gotta share them if we're gonna live. Because otherwise we're just sitting here hoarding these gifts. If we pass on violence for violence, we're just perpetuating violence. The only way to turn the cycle around is to say, what is grace in the face of this? What is kindness in the face of this? Sometimes kindness is saying, okay, I'm going to step back and not snap back. Sometimes kindness is saying, maybe this person needs help. Maybe this person needs to get into a more stable situation. Maybe this person needs uh, medical attention. Maybe, maybe this person has never been shown kindness. <coughs> and since we already have so, so very much of it, that's what we're called to share. Next time you hear somebody say, and I for an eye, just remind yourself, that's not Christian. You don't have to say that to them because not everybody is you know, Christian and it's not about calling other people on it. It's about, it's about hearing that for ourselves and say, what is grace in this situation? Let us celebrate that grace together, that grace that overflows today and the grace that overflows this community. I invite you to rise as you are able and collect these things so I don't drop them on the floor. And we will sing. <clears throat>
Please join me as we recite the Apostles' Creed. I believe, I believe in, God, in God, the Father, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. You teach us to love our neighbors and enemies alike. Encourage your church to, following, to follow the leading of your love, especially when it is risky or difficult. Help us to show mercy just as we have first received mercy. God of grace. Nurture fields that lie dormant, resting until it is time to bloom again. Bless farmers and all who cultivate fields and urban gardens. Give favorable weather for planting, bring forth from, from buried seed an abundant harvest, and guard against famine and disease. God of grace, hear our prayer. Look upon our world with mercy, that we delight in an abundance of peace. Protect all whose lives are marred by war and civil unrest. Release political prisoners and amplify the voices that challenge us to seek forgiveness and pursue nonviolence. Be present at the border of Russia and Ukraine, surrounding the people with your love. God of grace, hear our prayer. When people cry out for mercy, console hearts that long for forgiveness, mend broken relationships, Heal bodies that suffer chronic pain or illness. Strengthen and deliver all those spirits are troubled, especially those who live in fear. God of grace, hear our prayer. You bind us together into one family. Teach us to forgive one another and to resolve conflicts with humility and patience. Bless families of all shapes and sizes and show love to those who are lonely or grieving. God of grace, hear our prayer. You come to us through those you call to positions of leadership. We, we pray for presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our sister synod in Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins and St. Mark's Lutheran Church Anchorage. Grant wisdom to inform all ministries God of grace, hear our prayer. For what else do the people of God pray? 
We pray for those who can't see past their own anger, injury, or hurt. We praise you for the saints you have inherited, who have inherited the fullness of your kingdom as you have raised them to imperishable and eternal life. Sustain us in faith by the promise of resurrection. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O oh God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, sovereign of the universe. You offer us new beginnings and guide us on your journey. Oh, guide us on our journey. Lead us to your table Nourish us with his heavenly food and prepare us to carry your love to a hungry world. In the name of Christ, our light. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. May God, who leads you in pathways of righteousness, who rejoices over you, and who calls you by name, bless your going out and your coming in, today and forevermore. Amen.
Go with Christ into a weary world and share the good news. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.